building an indie business in the center of venture capital. I am Alex Edmonds. People on the internet call me Supreme Ram Hamp, and this is the Building an Indie Business Podcast. Alright, so today I'm going to be talking about the revenue research workflow. I realize I've never talked about this, so I'm talking about it now. Uh, so I've already talked about how I research something, but I haven't talked about what happens after and what I do after the, um, you know, the research and the writing. So let me, you know, talk about that. I think it's a good thing. It's like the, basically the post-production of revenue research. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. So the first thing I do, actually, before even writing, is I decide on a topic. And I have a small list of things that I want to write about. Um, things like um, salt. Um, things like um, like what it costs to run uh, a sports team. So I kind of knock out one of those or I talk to someone and I get ideas. I talk to Brendan and I'm like, hey, what should I write about next? And we talk about some stuff. Um, he was the one that told me to do TikTok. Uh, I talked to Ross too. Ross was the one that, uh, he told me to do airlines. And so I interviewed him and that's how I got the information for airlines. Then I do some SEO research. I just start typing in things that are related to the topic. So for airlines, I'm like, airlines generate revenue. And then I check um, keywords everywhere and I see similar things. And if, if the amount of searches every month is something that I might be able to get to the front page of. So um, it's like between 200 and 1,000. Um, that's the sweet spot for revenue research right now. Um, so yeah, I typed in like direct listing and direct listing process came up and what is a direct listing came up and I thought that's, that's good enough for me, right? Those numbers are. Then um, I do my research, interviewing, reading, and then after that, I record the podcast. So I record the podcast um, and I I record it. I, I get some ideas while I'm recording. So I use that. Uh, then after I'm done recording, I listen to the episode while I'm writing. So just slowly... I listen to like a minute of it and then I transcribe it. Then um, I I get new ideas while I'm writing too. So I put those in the episode, or not the episode, um, the, the blog posts, right? So I make adjustments while I'm writing. Then there's editing, which I've discussed, um, Hemingway, Grammarly listening to everything after I've read it, or no, yeah, listening to everything after I've wrote it, that's, that's what I meant, um, then I do a little SEO work, um, there's this 
service I use called Dashwords and it helps optimize the article for keywords. So um, I put in the phrase, what is a direct listing? And it looks at everything that's written uh, on that topic on the front page of Google and it analyzes it and it helps me change my words to optimize it for uh, the front page. So it'll tell me what's the word count of the average article and it's always higher for me. I think for direct listings it was like 600 and mine was 900 and I was a little worried that um, the direct listings article was a little short so I didn't have that worry after. And then it helps me change um, change my uh, some of the words in the blog post to um, make it better. So it gives me a grade and I'll start out with like a B minus and I just try to get it to an A minus. So for example, I had the word stock exchange on there and um, Dashwords told me to change it to New York Stock Exchange to get um, a better score, right? But uh, I'm looking for an alternative because um, they they're making it a like a paid service, and I have five more left, and I just don't use Dashwords enough to um, pay for it, right? Um, next, I okay, so uh, Dashwords lets me export the writing in Markdown. And I use Markdown for promotion on other platforms um, so that it looks nicer. Not that it looks nicer, but um, it, um, what's the words I'm looking for? Oh yeah, it just, yeah. It, so certain platforms use Markdown and um, usually I have to like edit the blog post to fit Markdown. So instead of like uh, doing the H2 tags, I have to do three hashtags and then I have to do all the parentheses stuff. So just by exporting it, I don't have to actually, you know, do anything. And uh, I use Markdown for Indie Hackers and Reddit, right? Uh, okay, so then I create the HTML page for um, the revenue research website. So the first thing I do is I copy an old page, right? So um, I copy like the movie theater blog post. And then I just go down the page and I change everything that I need to change for the direct listings blog post. I, um, I change the meta tags. I change the structured data. I add the writing. Um, with HTML tags already done. So like the, any H3 uh, title already has an H3 because I've done it before this. Then I edit the social sharing buttons on the left side of the page. Um, I'm not sure if these have ever been used, but I'm gonna keep them there for the future. When I have 10,000, people subscribe to my stuff and they probably sh actually use that stuff, right? 
And then I have an RSS feed for revenue research, and I use that for um, Google News, and I make sure that I put the new blog post on the RSS feed so it shows up on Google News and people click on it and read it from Google News. I don't know if anyone has actually clicked on it from Google News, but it's there, right? And then finally, I do the archive, um, just like the list of previous blog posts for anyone new coming to the website and wants to see the topics that I've written about. Okay, then I use Email Octopus for the, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, for the newsletter, for the Revenue Research Newsletter. So just like everything else, the first thing I do is I copy a previous email. Then I change up the HTML. So like an H3 tag, I copy that and I put it where it needs to be for the new email. And this is because like, like on Email Octopus, there's a certain style that the H3 tag has on for, for my emails and I just don't know how to, what it is. So I just copy and paste it, you know, things like that. Okay. And then I schedule it for the, the previous Thursday or the next Thursday, whatever Thursday that is. Um, I try to aim for the first Thursday of the month within the first seven days of the first Thursday of the month. So if the first Thursday of the month is the first, I aim for like the next Thursday, right? Um, yes, that is very much so what I do. Okay. And then I index the web page on uh, Google Search Console. And the reason I do this is for SEO purposes so that the article, blog posts, whatever I call it, will rank faster on Google, and that way um, it'll show up in the search results faster. Yes, sir. Yes, it will. Um, and then the last thing I do for revenue research, last thing I have listed here is, um, oh, no, I have two things left. Okay. So the final thing I do is I edit the podcast for the revenue research podcast feed. Um, I change the BIB intro to the revenue research intro. And um, I don't wait to make the podcast available. Um, or like I don't schedule the podcast episode. I just make it available immediately. I don't know why I do this, but that's what I do. And then that that's the revenue research workflow. And then I used to make a GIF like for three or four of the blog posts, I made an always sunny GIF, uh, like related to the content. But I stopped doing this because I didn't really see any ROI in doing this. Um, but yeah, that's that's the podcast workflow, not the pod, the revenue research workflow. Um, yeah, I. This is always changing and expanding. Um, this is what it is as of um, June 
2020, not 2021, Jesus Christ, Alex, um, yeah, but, uh, it'll change, and when it does change, of course, I'll talk about it, so, yeah, that's all I have for this episode, thank you for listening, have a nice day.